up to the chat real quick. Now, the only way it's acceptable to be a little late <laughs> to the live video is if on a Tuesday you're yeah. having tacos. What was it that you were just woofing down there? I actually had tacos. Oh, you're lying. <laughs> no, I swear to you. I swear to you, I did. I did, DK. Oh, no. Because it is Taco Tuesday. Oh, no. Oh, it, man. It is that. It is. It is. And it's also the time we start our show. Man, shout out to our C's in here already again, DK, your favorite barber man. In here just live, handing out memberships yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been busy. He's been busy. He's also offering us cuts. I'm not sure how to take that. I might take it, DK. I'm just what about saying, Fat man. Tony calling us goobers? What up, goober? No, that's your name, Fat Tony. I guess Fat Tony's already a name, right? I mean, I don't know how much more you need on top of Fat Tony. Do you? Somebody, you think somebody would say, "Hey, Fat Tony, you goober"? <laughs> or, or maybe they got like eight eight different Tonys in the town, and he's just Fat Tony, but he's skinny and calls everyone a goober. <laughs> and he calls everybody a goober. I'll tell you what he's not going to call us, DK. What's that? Not hitting the bell and starting this show. Mm-hmm. You ready? All right. You realize that's a false start on me, right? Five yards, DK. <laughs> Take him back. Nine more of those, and I'm going to get yep. replaced by somebody from Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, no. You just go there. No, I did not. Did um, not. And because we always start to show the bell, DK, come on, uh, man. It's a little, little eagle beaver there. Here we go. There it is. Now we officially started. Teresa you know, chimed in right there with you. Like the timing? Yeah, come on, Teresa. <laughs> we use all, oh, DK. As a rookie, we'd have let you have it. We'd have let you have it, DK. <laughs> Eager Beaver right there, huh? Ah, really good job. That's it. Reginald Rivers wishes us uh, uh, hello from Bartlett, Tennessee. He tends to do that. Yeah, he tends to do that. Uh, Swan comes in with, what is that supposed to be? Pianos and drums? Start the show, DK. Oh, I think that's what he's doing here. The show in general needs more cowbell. That's the Saturday Night Live bit right there. Frank comes in with the... Frank comes in with the bro fist. What up, gang? I see you. Okay. We're all right with all of that. Everybody's in kind of a chill mood today. I get this they sense. Are. You know? Well, let me go to a chill spot real quick. I actually have our topic now, and it actually is the prerequisite right here to who we will talk wait, about wait, later. Wait, wait, wait. Kurt, Kurt. No, man. What Kurt got? No. Is it bad? Oh, Kurt. Kurt. No. Pull over. Okay. Pull over, dude. And, and watching, not okay. <laughs> is not a, unless you're being driven. No, it's he says he's driving. He's driving. Okay, Kurt, he pull over. All right, driving. I'm sorry, Moan. Go ahead. We're trying nah, to save that's Kurt's fair, life man. here. Hey, y'all, get on. See, that's why he's also at the uncle table too. Kurt don't know how to pull over and watch a show. He want to drive and watch a show and not stay in between the navigational beacons. Not okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you were saying, Uncle Uncle Kurt, what you got going on, man? I need a haircut, by the way. So I got something cool for you. Oh, well, let me address this one real quick, too, because it's it's perfect for what we got, and then we'll roll that way afterwards. Okay, DK, Mm -hmm. I've been seeing the conversation on this chat. I actually hadn't seen it much on social media. By the way, I got locked out of my Twitter 
If you hadn't seen me tweet anything, well, my two-step verification, I'm not Twitter blue, so I don't use my phone and I don't get the codes in my phone for whatever reason. I got to figure a way to get back on there. But I haven't seen this this storyline come up a whole lot, but it's been coming up a good bit in our chat. And it's the conversation around Munch wanting to get back into coaching. Okay. My position on this is that I love Munch. I think Munch will be awesome if he did come back wherever he goes to actually start, you know, his, his what is his second, third, 10-year-round coaching again, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have a really good offensive line coach from what we see in Coach Pat Meyer. Are you willing to fire him to get Munch? Some of you are going to say, yeah. But the way the coaching world works, I don't think Munch is going to step on his neck to go get a job that he had before is where I'm at on that one. The coaching circuit, very, very tight. You don't jump on a guy's neck to go get a job that you once had that you left. It won't be in Pittsburgh, I can tell you that. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It It won't be in Pittsburgh. um, I actually had a chance to – I was over at OTAs today, as I told you that I would be, and I had a chance to not only observe uh, Pat Meyer in action, paid a little bit of extra attention to him, on and off the field. And one of the things I like, Mo, and this is actually really cool, uh, is after the whole session was done and media gets kicked out of the locker room or filing out of there, there were two of his linemen yeah. who were just following him up the hall to lunch. <sighs> and I thought, you know, that's actually, and you can tell people, that's not a common sight. Okay, no. Coaches kind of stay with the coaches and players with the players. This guy was just hanging with his guys. Um, on a related note, I had a, a good talk with uh, Isaac Selmalo today for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you? And reserve yeah, he, guy. He is. He's he's right there with you. He's yeah. real, but he's not over the top. He's not going to be somebody who who naturally draws over-the-top reactions from people around him. That's Does fair. that make sense? I, and you know what? That's that's fair. I think it's okay. He's it, Or either he's just playing his role really well as well, a new he, guy. He, he, he talked some about that. He talked about his role. He talked about being impressed with this group. Said he went back and watched every game from the 2022 season, which shouldn't surprise anybody. That's not an extra effort. You kind of have to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't I mean, maybe he does and doesn't to learn the offense, but he's, he made it sound like he was watching it to learn about his teammates. Good. Yeah. And I, I further heard from somebody today that he has become like that. If not the guy, then definitely a guy. Okay. Kind of hedging every time you, every time we talk about Mason Cole being the leader, and I'll kind of hedge a little bit. Well, he's the leader when it comes to talking to the media. That's not leadership. I'm sorry. I, as much as I appreciate it, yeah, it happens elsewhere. Okay. Yes, it does. I'm getting the sense that this 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 guy has just walked in off the street and and done this. Tone setter is what you're saying. Room culture. Developer, that, that, culture, that, that. culture, accountability, accountability, culture. accountability, and that's you. You remember we talked about that, did we not, DK? Let's go back. I'm sure you can catch one of the 310 other shows that we did, and we've had that conversation, right, DK? About who's when are they going to get to a point to where they hold each other accountable? When are they going to be okay with pointing a finger and say, "Hey, man, we need a little bit more right here." Hey, 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 pull off a little bit right here. 
that's what we had as a group. That's what most good groups have also. And that's what's necessary in that room because it really is a mix of Chook's not a big talker, lead by play. Um, James Daniels, not really a big talker, lead by play. Mason Cole, talker, also lead by play. But you need two or three guys that's going to be able to grab the rest of them and say, this is how we do things right now. So hearing him being, and let's be honest too, DK, it really is expected for a guy like Isaac Silmalo, right? Because he's a veteran. He's been on Super Bowl winning teams. He's been in a locker room where he was a young guy growing to the older guy. And the group that we have ain't bad in the OL. They're not bad. Yeah, And, that's and to be able that. to say, hey, we just got – it's like sandpaper. That's what he needs to be to that group, right, DK? It is. It, it, and, and he seems to both acknowledge that and accept it. Uh, if not outright embracing it, I don't know, for all I know. It was, you know, you don't judge anything by a handful of minutes that you spend with somebody. I got a surprise for everybody today. Oh, man. Here's here's the part one of this is, this is not a surprise at all, is that Darnell Washington is enormous. <laughs> is just, <laughs> is just freakishly, monstrously, it, beyond human capacity large, Okay. And he doesn't make sense. You look at him and you say, that doesn't make sense. Who is a 6'7", 269 tight end who I just watched out on the field doing all those other acrobatic athletic things? Yeah. What is with this guy? So to continue the running theme of my being 6'2", which I actually am. I did have a, somebody come in <laughs> to the shop today and say, you're not. You're taller than I thought you were. Of course. Here is a here's a few seconds of me asking Darnell Washington, uh, just what I thought how how diverse this offense can be. How diverse can this offense be? Mm. Uh, very diverse. Uh, you got speed. Yeah, you got he speed. Was you, when I was about <laughs> you got speed. You got big, physical. You got uh. Great ball skill like George. You got, I mean, whatever you name it, we got it, man. Isn't that cool? I like that. I love the Isn't hair it, even more. By the way, I have to. <laughs> I know. I have to. I have to give a, a. I have to put a little bit of context in there. When he motioned in this direction, you got speed. It's little Calvin Austin sitting over there. Really? Okay. Now you want to talk about polar? Because I had just gotten done with Calvin Austin. And I come over, and funny is that when I asked the same question of Austin, he motioned over to Washington and said, We got we got speed, we got size. Yeah. <laughs> but that I, was the thing. That was the thing, was that there's there can be something to this offense. It could be, and it could be this right here where Crow 74 said, Let's smash that like people. Well, we can <laughs> smash people also, okay? Uh I, I think it's unique. You got a young guy that came from back-to-back national champions into a team that probably looks, at least on paper, that's what we're going to head with this thing, right? On paper, DK. We had to play ball. That's all we got. Um, And and that's why I think a lot of people um, question what the play calling is going to be like offensively, question what the concept of the offense is going to look like, development of Kenny Pickett, because you do have a lot of different angles to take this team. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm always the one to kind of look behind the screen when somebody gives a statement sometimes, right? Sometimes just playing out what it is <clears throat> for, uh, for, for, for Darnell Washington to look over at Calvin and be like, we got speed, 
me personally, as a fan, former player, I kind of look at it and say, well, what y'all got for Calvin then? For the folks that's wondering what Calvin's got going on. I know you can't report on it, DK, because nothing's been put out there. But for Calvin Austin name to come up as a speed guy from Darnell Washington says a whole lot about it. And then, of course, he said we can go deep down the field. He mentioned who? George Pickens, right? You're getting the answers to what guys are, are, are putting out there. You just got to listen a little bit. I'm fascinated for him to say something like we got speed in Calvin Austin because you're right. It does make sense to use a guy like him in speed sets, but it's got to be pure. It can't be forced, and it can't be putting this offense in a bad situation right now. I thought that was really – that was a little nugget that was given, DK. Welcome to our membership to Kurt, who we were just going back and forth with. Come on, Kurt. Uh, here, Ryan says that that smile you just posted, DK, is contagious. Yeah, Darnell Washington's got himself a smile. He does. Uh, but he is also uh, all business. Yeah, and, and, and it, it's it's an impressive group of young, not just young players that they've added, but it's an impressive group of young people uh, that have made an impression. A lot of different personalities, as you would expect and hope, actually. Youth. But it's it's a, it's a yeah, exactly. That that's the the main thing that I have my my takeaway from today is I think I told you in advance that I was going to go in paying a lot of attention to the offense and and whatever changes and stuff like that might be happening, but. The number one thing that comes across is something that Alan Alan Robinson said to me today, and that is, he said, just 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 look around, look at the different look at the different types of weapons that are here. Yeah, and I think that's why everybody's so excited. I think that's why everybody outside of Pittsburgh, because most, I mean, inside of Pittsburgh, is looking at this team like it really does have a shot. The national talking heads, I saw somebody projected the Steelers to win eight games, so it may be that. But guess what? The talent in what you have suggests that, look, you can go as far as these coaches are able to coach up. I do kind of look at this group this year, DK, more times than not. And I do say coaches going to have to coach this year. Coaches are going to have to, like, really point guys in the right oh, direction, DK. Yeah. This yeah. ain't my group is good enough and they're experienced enough. Just let those dudes be. There is none of that this year, DK, in my personal opinion. There's nowhere to hide. Just There's nowhere to hide. Yes. I mean, that's not to say that the Steelers offense is uh, overflowing with superstars or that there's an A-B in this group or there's even a a Lev, okay? Yeah. Uh, Certainly not a Ben, okay? But this is is a group that now has a, a good, solid National Football League player at every offensive position, unless yeah. I'm missing something. They either have it or they have the potential to be. Yes, right. Really, you can say like we to clear it up. Yep, right. Because I was thinking to myself too. I I, I wonder, (laughs) as far as the teams that we had in that era, right? We had a Mm -hmm. a special group from. Let's go from starting in, heck, let's go twelve all the way to nineteen. If we're just being honest, that's about to nineteen. That group was as talented as almost anybody's roster. I look at this group as a young outfit right now and say, boy, if they just stay together, stay healthy, and let the contracts work themselves out, they can be better than us. Again, at the O-line, some guys got to grow up. Some positions got to be be defined. Kenny's not being as a non-comparison, right? And I would also just throw that Mason Cole's not pounced. Two different conversations. But as a whole, as a group, you look at the group as, as a team, you say, this is going to be a nice watch. However it develops, y'all, and the coaches, more than anything, are going to be put to the test, I think, more than the players are this year. 
I I could not agree with that more strongly. You know what else I I can agree with, Moan? What's that? All the hey, Moan? Yeah, kind of something like that. (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll be right back. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Instead of doing the usual get-go read, I was actually there today, Moan. You know, the one behind the uh, the football facility. Yeah. And uh, there's at least one offensive lineman there. I didn't recognize him. You know how OTAs are. You don't know everybody. Yeah. You know, even the players don't know who everybody is there. You really he's, don't. He's kind of – you see somebody who looks like a football player walking past you in the hall, and he's kind of nod. Hey. Hey. hey, 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 hey I'll get your guy. name if you make the team. <laughs> But instead of doing the usual get-go read uh, and pointing out that I actually got this thing. Some turners. It's Diet? the same thing as the jug. Oh, yeah, I have to. Yeah. Oh, I wow. I got rules I got to follow. Uh, I was blown away by the perks. Like, it's crazy. They changed okay. their perks program in May, and it's it's nuts. Like, you don't even have to work hard at all to end up with a free tank of gas. And you get all that good food and everything uh, along the way. So this is me skipping the usual three chefs and everything just to share with you a really genuine sentiment that if, you, if you're thinking about the old Perks program, you are thinking in an outdated form. I was really, I was moved almost to tears by this moan. Not quite yeah. to tears. I mean, not tears, but close enough. <laughs> <clears throat> close enough. Let's see what we've got today here. I, I got one, man, because we ended it, DK. All right. Um, with this one. I, I just want to go there real quick on one. Uh, and it's from my guy, uh, Gabe Carter, man. Yeah, yeah. It says this. Uh, as we were speaking about this team and how talented they can be on paper, there's yep. absolutely no reason this team can't win the North. None. That's fair. That's very fair, but I say pump the brakes just a little bit when it comes down to winning the North. Like, Joe Burrow's still there. Lamar is still there. You got two potential MVPs and another guy they're putting on the pedestal, too, when it comes down to Deshaun that they've had some stacked teams, too. But you know how I feel about the Browns, so I'll just leave it right there. But I would say be has, be slow to go on this. It wouldn't shock me, DK, if I, I much rather say I feel like we can get three out of the four teams in the AFC North in the playoffs with us being one. Winning the North is going to be a big feat for us, man. And I just think with the amount of youth that we have and just being brutally honest, the way this team got to be coached up to not make the same mistakes twice. That's the big separator when it comes down to having a youthful, talented team is the mistakes are a part of the process too. Yes. Could not agree more vociferously. Gabe Carter is giving me credit for the interview with Jalen Warren, one of the most personable interactive pieces of media I've ever seen. Speaks to your skills. No, no, no. It's about Jalen Warren. Okay. Yeah. When you see, when you see, I, I don't ever do that. Okay. If if I'm first of all, if I'm asking an athlete for their time, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for it. They don't yeah. have to, they don't have to do it. Uh, yeah. there was, you know, there are there have been like in OTAs, for example, players aren't required to have provide any media access. Moan remembers that, okay? And there mm-hmm. are some players who will 
take you up on that offer, meaning yeah. we'll, we'll say no. And you know, there's been a couple of guys who said no consistently through this. Flozell. Who hasn't? <laughs> okay. Um, but the, when you get somebody and they cooperate with you, it's it's awesome and it's wonderful. And when you see this, the the I did a similar thing with Calvin Austin. Uh, it'll it'll be up tomorrow. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's not it's not me. It's that I'm excited to see Calvin Austin being called fast again. DK, I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'll share with you this part, Moan, since you brought him up. He's he said that he's keeping himself at a certain. See, when I tell if I tell you he's not 100 percent, that's going to sound like a health thing. And it's not. Again, you can relate to this. I'll I'll explain it more. Let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what he said was that he's keeping himself at a hundred, not at a hundred percent when it comes to pushing it from a football standpoint. Does that make sense? Okay. You know, please, please, please elaborate <clears throat> for everybody. He's had conversation with who? The legendary coach Guimont, our strength and conditioning coach, mm-hmm. Garrett Guimont with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm sure he's talked to Coach Tomlin. I'm sure he talked about his muscle fibers, and I'm sure he's probably had some conversation with some vets. <laughs> Because this that's the thing about those smaller, faster those those muscle fibers are a little bit more tender than other guys. He's smaller. Uh, his muscles are probably just wound up all the time because he is so quick twitch, right, DK? Mm-hmm. That, to me, sounds like an off-season conversation about, hey, we need to be able to utilize you more. So what you've been doing all this off-season, let's pull back a little bit. Honestly, who said that yesterday, DK? Mm. TJ Watts. Yeah. TJ Watt said this. So, as you see, this is now load management at this point. This time of the year, y'all, I love we're getting all this information about what the guys look like, what they're doing. DK, how much does it matter in, in accordance to the season? Uh, absolutely nothing at all, even you. if you're one of those nobodies in the hallway. Yes. They can't make the team here. No. They're not getting cut between now and Latrobe. Their services are needed in Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. That last preseason game last that nobody wants game. to play in. Your services are required in Charlotte in August. Yeah. Okay, you're not nope. getting cut. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, man. Uh, and I saw a lot of people saying too. Pat Peterson was saying uh, that Joker's fast. Speaking about him, he ain't even at a hundred percent, man. Let's get him on the field. I love to see it then. Oh yeah, uh, Twiz says, uh, "Hey Moan, I often hear that Kenny Pickett is a gamer." Which, in other words, sounds to me that people think he's not as talented but has intangibles. Does that scare you? Man, I got a real good breakdown about Kenny Pickett. I didn't even share this with you, DK. Here we go. The assessment of him was this. He has a big arm. He's a gamer. He's a game-time type of guy. He's a guy that plays well under pressure. His teammates love him. He may be just a little less talented than some, but the ability to make plays – be a team first guy, be a guy that, look, if you got a benefit, I'm there. Be a guy, hey, man, how's your kids doing? Be a guy, hey, y'all going out, I'm coming with you. He's one of the gang. And those type of people, DK, do what? They attract guys to them. They they make guys want to sell out for them. Don't expect him to be as talented or as Ben was because that's going to be the measuring stick. That's the only reason I bring that up. For anybody that want to quote that, that's all I'm saying. He's not going to be Ben, and Ben is not him. Heck, he's not Charlie Batch, and he's not Ken. You see what I'm saying? I just want to clear that up. 
Don't expect him to be Ben. He's going to go about winning a totally different way. That was a, a deep dive assessment somebody gave me about what he is I that I it. trust. I love it. I saw Charlie there today. Charlie was yep. hanging around representing oh Mon Hall. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Charlie was there and Mike Tomzak was there to go back further into the Steelers' past. And I was fortunate enough uh, that, that Mr. Tomzak spent the entire session with me. Yeah. Uh, sharing the knowledge. By the way, watches the show. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and, and we were talking about, he was talking. When somebody's like that, Rami, and I have the opportunity to learn, I'm going to take it. Okay. Absolutely. And while I'm not allowed to describe plays and stuff like that on the field, I can describe a great moment where we were talking about Kenny in general. Okay. And you're talking to a quarterback. Okay? About he a also, quarterback. by the way, he also is still, um, a volunteer quarterbacks coach at Youngstown State University working for Jim Tressel up there. Wow. So he's still he's still in the game. And he uh we're watching these drills. And again, I'm not gonna okay. And Kenny does a thing that he does very, very well. Okay. But it and it's not combine stuff, it's not big hand stuff, it's yeah. not rocket pass stuff. Okay, you know what I mean? And we're talking about it. We're talking about it. And then, of course, him being a quarterback, he watches the alignment. He said, okay, on this play, they're going to do this, 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 and this, and this. I'm just going, like, how do you do this, right? Yeah. But, but you never the, – the, the game never leaves your blood. And, and sure enough, Kenny does exactly this thing and puts this wonderful little touch, okay, yeah. on something. And he, and he turns to me, Mike Tomczak does, and says, see that. That's what I'm talking about. That's a catchable ball. That's a football player. That's yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. I'm like, yes. And, yes. And, and DK, that's what you get out of him. You know what I'm saying? From my mm -hmm. understanding, like those are the things you're going to get out of a guy like Kenny Pickett. Uh, and, and I don't know if he's going to be face of NFL guy, a Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes type of dude. But what is that if you go win a Super Bowl? All that comes. All of that comes the deeper you go into the playoffs. Like, And I think Pittsburgh is a great city for him to – you know, have a career in because mm -hmm. as we've seen, you surround them with talent. I mean, anybody's going to flourish. Why did Tom leave New England? Talent. What is Pat? Why is Patrick Mahomes trying to get DeAndre Hopkins? Talent. Yeah. Like, we give all that credit to who's who of quarterbacks, but the reality of it is what, DK? If you ain't got nobody surrounding you, you really don't have a team. Marvin Wallace has managed to pound his way through the door here. <laughs> And he says, hey, Moan, Auntie K, what do you think? Is Corey Trice better than Joey Porter Jr.? I knew this wasn't going to take long. Go ahead, Moan. <sighs> nah, don't do it. Nah. <laughs> don't do it, Marvin. I, and I love the question because the fact that you got a late-round guy like Corey pushing it, guess what? Even better for the higher draft round, uh, higher draft pick and jo uh, Joey Jr. Like, I think it's okay, again. Don't misconstrue what happens this time of the year as opposed to what will happen later. If we get a stud out of a six, was it a seventh rounder? Seventh rounder. Mm -hmm. That's called great scouting. That's called buying low, selling high. That's exactly what it is. JJ is the guy for a reason, okay? You don't fall that far as Trice did without having some of the things that Joey Jr. doesn't have, does have. Let's just put it right there. And I love yeah. for both of them to start. Yeah, it's, it's it, but they won't. 
I, I, I just don't I, I don't I'm, see this. Although <laughs> I'll tell you this though, Patrick Peterson uh, has acknowledged taking snaps and and and, and running at drills at, at times at, at the nickel position. He's trying yeah. different things. Uh, you do still have Levi Wallace in the fold. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Levi Wallace, it's like I forgot he exists. He was he was the starter. There he was. And you didn't hear his name that much. And remember, that's good. Yep. Yep. And the other portion too, if, if Trice does get out there before, mm-hmm. uh, some guys learn different. Some guys play adjustments a little bit different too. I wouldn't judge it off the fact that he's better than Joey Jr. if he's out there on the field a little bit sooner. Maybe it's just a personnel situation. Yeah, this is not this just is great question, though. It, it is. It really it is. is. And it, and it's not something that that I think is going to be taken terribly seriously by anybody until until you get to Latrobe. Uh, if you if you keep making plays the yeah. way he's making them, uh, I saw. Oh, I was about to give you. See, you can't I almost do it? did. I, no, I can't. Oh, it, let's just say that. Let uh, here. I'll, I'll put it this way: Trace did something without even having to do anything today. Size. Okay, he, just he's. Let's say I'll, I'll be. I'll speak generally here. Long corners can have an impact on wide receivers, where the receivers go out for the route and go, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> And then yeah. they kind of, they kind of, they'll break their route too soon, or they'll yeah. get away. They'll be trying. They're focused more on getting away from that guy in yeah. his goofy arms than they are just running the route. And then the ball sometimes can just randomly fall eight yards away, and all of the credit goes to the corner. And hypothetically, Grady Brown, the cornerbacks coach, might be yelling out from the background, that's it, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Not that any of this happened, hey. and not that I'm confirming it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right then, DK. That makes sense to me, man. We How just talking I, out loud. How did I do there, Moan? I was we just talking out loud. Yeah, I can't give you a grade because you didn't say anything, right? This is right? a good point. It's incomplete, right? It was. Yes, it was incomplete, DK. I like that. Uh, Carl <laughs> says the only really bad game that Levi had was against the Bills. Against his old team, maybe. Yeah. Um, e- everybody's due one. You know what I'm saying? Like most mm-hmm. are like, and, and think about it. It's a matter if, if you're exposed or not exposed, a guy can have a terrible game and you never actually see his terrible plays. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, or a guy can have what you think is a great game and it's not so good. Uh, a lot of that type of stuff happens, man. Um, but I'm excited to hear about the young corners, DK, as you said, nothing. No, that's right. Someday you'll hear something about yeah. them, but I, I think there's naturally going to be more eyes and more paying attention to the seventh rounder because it's co- it comes with more of a of a circus feel. You know, it's unusual. Uh, Jay Lopes yeah. says, hey, Moan, what does success look like really for Kenny this year? Is it 3,000 yards, 25 TDs? Where, where's the bar? Uh, the bar. Ooh, different game. Uh, I think we say this now for Kenny. Uh, because I do think we're going to run the ball a little bit more till he get his footing underneath him, too. I'll say this. Give me 27, 2,800 yards. Give me, if we can tap 20 passing touchdowns, if we can tap that. I don't know how real it is, just being real with you. Okay? If we can tap 20 touchdowns, 2,800 yards. That's not asking yards. a lot. I know it ain't DK, but it's a matter I say game. this in what I think that what I what I actually think the uh the flow of the offense is gonna be. I think it may be more through the ground than it is through the earth. I mean through the air. That's the only contingency I have on 2,800 yards. Give me 21 touchdowns and give me less than 10 interceptions. 
that's actually the number that I guarantee you they're talking to him about way more than the other ones, you know? Yeah. Get, get anything else from him is the bonus. If he gets 3,500 yards, beautiful. I love to see that big year, that big seven, uh, year two leap, but less than five Pittsburgh. Man, that's, that's, that's a little harsh. <laughs> that's a tall order right there, man. Uh, that's... just for reference, Patrick Mahomes had how many interceptions last year? Uh, he had, I'll give it one second, DK. Patrick Mahomes had 12 interceptions last year with 41 touchdowns. I mean, that's why he's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's 30, 30 and eight. Shipley is solid, too. Yeah. No, I'm more conservative. You'll take the eight. That's for sure here. Tony Anderson says, hey, Moan, most networks put us at around nine and eight again. And, and given that we just made nine and eight with the hardest schedule, a hurt Najee, a rookie quarterback, and an offensive line that was just getting better at the end, should we be ten and seven, Tony? You through all that just to give the team just another win? More win. Come on! I can see us I'm getting it. Tony's, Tony's yeah. playing in the parade here, and then yeah. he just goes, "How about one more win? One more win? We yeah, we did that on a whim, man. I, I told you in the first first few weeks, DK, I I can see us going. Um, first ten weeks, I can see us going like six and no eight and eight and two, eight and one. Mm-hmm. I think it's realistic if you look at it because I say eight and one because there's a bye week in there too. Um, eight and one, seven and two, seven and two will be a real good start to the season. And the fact that we don't have that first place schedule this year, that that's big time for us, DK. I, I think there are there are a lot of differences between last year and this year, and among them is the fact that the Steelers, in a, in a negative sense, have a much more ambitious travel schedule. There are more yeah. trips out west and everything. Last year, the, the Steelers had the lightest travel schedule in the NFL. Yeah, um, you know that's not stop. None of that stopping Rick from predicting eleven and six. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and Tony comes in now that we called him out here or more. My bad, Come on, Tony. <laughs> he says, You're better than this. Uh, dark Donnie has a has a twelve and five, which means he's not really all that dark at all. That, that's a no. bright outlook. That's bright out. Our, our guy also too talking about Kenny. Seventeen games need thirty four touchdowns. Two a game. Yeah, we don't see. Yeah, here's here's the best condescending reply. Tony, <laughs> that's just one of them. I was joking with a buddy of mine. It's like when you say something to your wife or you read something out wild, out loud, and they say, "Read that again." That's essentially what we talk. Hey, read that again out loud and slower. That's pretty much what everybody's uh, telling Tony. Jeez, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's where we're headed here. I had a I had a really good one here. I want to find okay a, again somewhere here. Toddy wants to take issue with the Vegas betters. I mean, they're it's their money. It's their money. Yeah, I take it over the line. Yeah, I'm taking it over on that one. If if you ask me, uh, Toddy, about that one, I'm taking the older on that one. Yeah, there's there's not really you know there's not that much to to say or do, but when it comes to when it comes to what the betters are are betting on, I mean, you know, the the Vegas odds makers follow them. Yeah, it's not just a couple of people sitting there in Las Vegas going, ha ha ha, let's stick it to the yeah. Steelers. Or how did you put it here? It's disrespectful. Right? It's disrespectful. Um, and a lot of things got to come into play with that too. I, I see I got hand over fist saying this: the Muth will have a career year this year. He is the topic of conversation. George Pickens, by the way, the under 25 list, a big offensive playmaker. He was number two on that list. 
George is due for one. Pat is due for one. Najee, heck, do we even call last year back uh, – uh, well, this year, bounce back gear. It wasn't a bad one for him. He just in and out sharing uh, offensive reps, right? While we're not paying attention to Marvin, he's sending people to the step-nephew table. I don't even want to know what that's about. Get him out of here. <laughs> Tony's headed over there is what's happening. Oh, man. Uh, this is what I was going to share here. Actually, since you brought this up here, Calvin Austin – was talking about uh, w- with me when we had that long conversation about the, the differences between last year and this year of the Steelers. He's not talking about himself, obviously, since he's yet to take a snap in the NFL. But he said, when, when even in practices, the differences. You know, he was down at, uh, at at Kenny's workout sessions in February. He said everything was different. I, I was out there on the field. He told me last year at a practice field one day. Uh, in, in Latrobe, and I didn't know where to go, which direction, and I knew, but it wasn't registering. And at one point, Coach Tomlin comes out on the field and he says to me, "Kid, seriously, just take a deep breath. Everybody, <laughs> hang on a second, okay? Are you all right now? Yeah. All right, now just now just play football like you've been playing football." He said, "He said that seems like forever ago to me." Yeah. Yeah, and, and and that's the difference. Year one and year two, man. Tell them, Moan. It really is, man. The next year you go into it really understanding how to be a pro. Like you, you heard, you know, Calvin Austin mention that. You hear TJ talking about what it means to, you know, pace yourselves a little bit. I think all of us are expecting that from uh, George Pickens, if we can be honest, right, DK? Why not? He's high on that list. And also Pat Frymel, too. Like, there's a lot that goes into being a pro. And I don't think a lot of people talk – I don't think enough players talk about this enough when it comes down to being able to do your job at such a high level for so long, too. Because the moment you slip – I had a group chat conversation the other day. The difference between college and the NFL is you don't do what you're supposed to do in the NFL, you're gone. So the anxiety is already there. Players outlast coaches in college. It ain't the same in the NFL. And I think that's why guys have that, oh, I know how to play the long game conversation a little bit more, you know, the older they get. Mm-hmm. This is one that you're very, very into. I know this topic. DB Cooper says, hey, Moan, do you think Jalen made Najee a much better runner due to Jalen's running style? Hey, hear me out. Hear me out. Yes. Same way D'Angelo Williams and Le'Veon got it together. Same way Mawaldi Moore and, and, and just other guys made it happen with Fast Willie Parker. Mawaldi and Fast Willie Parker. He was more downhill. Fast Willie Parker outside on the edge, right? Let's mm-hmm. think about those types of things. When Rashad Mendenhall had Isaac Redman, and we had those types of conversations. Think about what it looked like. Like, look at it. It matters. Pollard and Zeke in Dallas. Yes, it did make him better. Uh, and I think if Najee's smart about it, ego's out the window. This is an extension of your career with a guy like him. Do not. I'm just going to say this without, again, getting into too much information here. Do not leave Anthony McFarland off your radar. Right. Okay. He is still out of the group, out of that room. He's still the one who's best capable of two different things. One, catching the football. Two, finding the open grass. For a for a big big play, yeah. Okay, and he is. Uh, help me out here Where is without giving stuff away. Oh, without uh, giving stuff away, he's part of the offense. 
He's part of the offense. Um, he's had some inclusion. Let's just call it that. He's had he's had some inclusion and he's had some uh, quality. So D- DK, you're getting me hype, and I'm really trying to control myself a little bit with all of these. I had that kind of, of day nuggets. over there today. Okay, uh, I had uh, that okay. kind of day. I'm really so you you know what you know what DK. I, I think it's time for you and me and everybody else just have a reality check. Okay, I'm having it. Because you, you're lightly hyping me up, and I feel like the comments are about to say the same thing, okay, DK? But I got a little reality check for you, okay? Straight from Lenny. Oh, Lenny, you dog. Lenny's me. Lenny's me. (laughs) Lenny Peter says this. All this excitement and positive energy, and I keep thinking, what's the Canada factor? Hoping he can improve like the perks that get go. DK. I, I will. I, I I never ever use this program. Come on, man. To, to promote other stuff that I do, but I am writing about this for my column tonight. That's going up on DK Pittsburgh Sports. I've done some digging into what's what this new offense might look like, and I'm going to save that for the the paying subscribers. That we Don't bury Lee, there. right? So if anybody wants to talk about it tomorrow after the fact, we can we we can do that. But let's just say if you go through the pattern of the names that I've been mentioning on this show, these are people who are all involved in the offense. And they're in the, and they're they're not look, they're not opening up the playbook that they stole from Kenny's SUV. But Please. what they are saying is, you know, what they are saying is, look, yeah. it's there's gonna be a lot more to it. Okay. And there wasn't oh. that much to it as we all saw with the naked eye in, in 2022. Does that make oh. sense? It makes all the sense in the world, and everybody's. I just saw somebody that's excited about the column coming up too, DK. So, <laughs> um, I, 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 I just saw that from Rodney Hill. Rodney Hill said, "I'm done blaming Canada. This is on Tomlin for keeping him around." Who also had a factor? It will in be keeping him. No, no, but but hear me out. Who also had a say so in Canada being around too this offseason? He said it publicly. Mister Rooney did. Did he not? He did. He, Mr. Rooney also had a play in that stuff. You're going to talk about Tomlin getting the axe. You need to talk about ownership getting the axe, too, because he had an explanation for that, too. Yeah, that that actually – that type of decision, by the way, is – that's everybody. That's not even a Tomlin here. It's not a Rooney there. That's made – it's not throughout. Omar. There's got to be on board. Andy Weidel's got to be – everybody's got to be thinking, listen – this guy has another year on his contract. Let's give him a chance. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or not they almost like him. I don't know. Casey Keister just said uh, Kenny too. Like sometimes outplaying coaching does matter. And I know Kenny's young, but if he gives you a route and you throw an interception on something you had a bad read on, that ain't Matt Canada. That's a you thing. You feel me? Yep. yep. So I want to. We can throw him under the bus all you want to, but we still got to deal with him this uh this fall. And the idea that, look, there's a lot that, that goes into it. William McDuff, you're right. Didn't Rooney say it first? Yes, he did. Yeah, that, again, was part of the beauty of having this uh, this experience that I did today with Mike Tomzak and him pointing out different things on the field. Uh, there was uh, one play, hypothetically, maybe, that did or didn't happen where it was just a simple flick to the left. Okay, yeah. nope, nope. Okay, I'm not even getting into what kind of play, all right? And the play never makes it there because the edge rusher reaches up with his hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Tom Zach says, now how many people blame that on the quarterback when they see it, or they blame it on the coordinator? Cause it looks like such a dud yeah. of a play. Right. Yeah. And he said, he said, that's on the left tackle every time. Can't let that guy raise his hands down. 
That, that's you know, it. it's quick. That's exactly, it's it. quick He's, game. You got to get his hands now. Why are his you hands can't that? be up? He said his hands can't be up. Do, do you? We can't say who was in. Uh, if it was a young guy in before Broderick, if, if it was if it was Broderick in Broderick, why are you sitting not. back? That's a coaching thing. Yeah. I'm just saying in general. That's and they a coaching jumped thing. in and they yeah. jumped in and said that hand can't be up in the air there. So who do you blame that on? Is, is that the quarterback? Is that the offensive coordinator? No, that's probably the tackle right there. But if you're watching on TV, what are you thinking? That's the quarterback. So Bad, we, terrible play. Think, yeah, we also have to be we have to be careful about every time something goes wrong saying it's on Matt Canada. Yeah, yeah, facts. You facts. know, so we're gonna take a couple more today um, from from everybody. I know we've been doing a lot of gabbing today. We uh, have, uh, but <laughs> I, I saw one too as we talking about DK. It's from earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this person's even still in there right now. It's from Daniel Pike, uh-huh. uh, way earlier. You go, hey, Moan. Isaiah Simmons feels like a great fit to the puzzle. Of course, looking for that other outside r- edge, right? That we're currently assembling. Is that a stretch or is it potential considering it's Arizona and the con man at work? <laughs> Fair. Uh, if you can get a weapon like that, you do. Uh, but you're also going to get it on a one year deal. Uh, you let them hit free agency, see how that shake out. I think the same thing can be said about Chase um, and and w- at Washington. Uh, golly, out from Ohio State. Um, golly, what is his name? Outside rush from Ohio State that's at Washington Commanders right now. Chase. Oh, golly. oh, Chase Young. Chase Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. Why trade for him when you know you're gonna have a shot of him in free agency? Yeah, I th- there's gonna be some options there for you next year. I think with the for you got the two starters uh, and the two backups we have right now. It's very serviceable, man. Chase Young, appreciate that, Gabe. Yeah, and I, I certainly wouldn't be underplaying Marcus Golden's presence already on the roster. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I, I think they might already have their three. I do too. Uh, but, you know, there's there's nothing to, you know, there's nothing to keep them from. Rodney accuses me of brainwashing the fans to always blame Canada. We're falling. Don't nah. be pinning that on me. Come on, DK. Come on. <laughs> a, I'm nowhere near that important. Yeah, okay. B, everyone does pretty well on their own uh, in terms of burying the guy. And here we hear from a, a relative of Matt Canada. That's fair. <laughs> Michael Walker says, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving Matt Canada a break. You know what, DK? That's fair. And, and Michael Walker has a point, though, too. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Uh, being stuck, uh, being stuck, DK, uh, at, at a position or in a game, not knowing what to call next, like that is a problem. Hopefully we see the evolution. Hopefully. Our last cue today after we thank Marvin Wallace. Marvin, uh, Marvin. For his uh, contribution to the program. Those are always appreciated. Uh, comes from BSG who says, I might be reading too much, but what if the Steelers added more offensive linemen because of a possible move from the NFL about getting players that were uh, maybe current players in trouble? I mean, what's the point of that? Uh, no, I, mean, we, I think they, we can all. Okay, they might also be accused of murder or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, we can do well, that. One of them. Okay. Uh, well, we did well, bring up the Patriots earlier in the show. So BSG, uh, I would say this. I think you got more bodies because you were 42. You had more money. Uh, I think this team is going to transition to a, hey, smash people in the mouth type of situation. And when you played that style of ball to DK, camps are physical. I had somebody on my show today in Nashville this morning that visited us in camp. And he said, 
I've never seen anything like you guys' camp. He's like, I've seen physicality before. He said, but I've never seen anything mm-hmm. like you guys' camp. And the he went says, to, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but that all to let you know, like injuries happen. Guys might miss pro- like time and camp and having all those extra bodies just help us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Twiz says that Simmons is an off-ball linebacker. Simmons has actually played both. Yeah. Uh, he has experience, and he's currently selling himself as such as someone who could Hasn't play. Hasn't he also called himself positionless? Basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think that especially – what did Vince Williams say about this position to you, Moan? <laughs> what, what, you better be it, determined. Like, it's anything. It can be anything. Yeah, it can be anything, man. You better rush. You better be able to cover. You better be able to pop somebody in the mouth. It's everything. Yeah, and that goes that goes for Isaiah Simmons, too, who's who sees himself, and rightly so, as positionless. I want to thank everybody. Thank you, uh, guys. For the members. We're up at the 472. Beautiful. Um, we're not far from 500, Moan. That's crazy, DK. That's crazy. What did we start that, like two, three weeks ago? Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, no, we're about a month in now, ain't it? Is that we're right? About a yeah, we're about a month. Yeah. The time for flies members. when you're bouncing around covering different events all the time. And thanks for sticking with us, man. Uh, we're going to have more, uh, especially mini camps coming up next week, too. Got to discuss that. May even drop some alleged uh, stuff on you. Right, DK? Always. Not really. Not no, in a week. Never. <laughs> never. No, there's for anybody who doesn't know their schedule, there's uh, OTAs tomorrow and then Thursday again. And then mini camp is formal and mini camp is mandatory. So you're going to see probably the closest you'll see to formations and stuff like that. And again, even though you can't say, I saw them do this and I saw them do that, when the players come off the field, you're asking questions. Today I was in, I mentioned Alan Robinson, and another reporter just comes in and does their checking the boxes with Alan Robinson, and they just say, hey, were you lined up in the, did you do some lining up in the slot today and outside? And Alan Robinson says, yes, I did a little bit of both. So you have that, okay? Yeah, yeah. So that that's how, you know, but there, sometimes it gets weird. Like Hakeem Butler you go up to him and you say, Hakeem, did you make a really great catch today? Like where you had your hands doing this and you fell on your bag and whatever. And Hakeem says, yes, I did all of those things. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes, DK. I love it, man. Who? Hey, day in Borges. I see you over there. Are you holding out to be member number 500? Stop. <laughs> I love to see you guess it. Oh, see, you know what will happen is we'll get to 499. And then Marvin will cancel his membership <laughs> nah, just Marvin. to go wag a finger one last time. Marvin's the uncle's in table. With us. He's in with us, DK. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yes, it uh, is. Uh, appreciate everybody's participation on this and everything. And uh, we will do another one of these tomorrow, right, Mo? We will. We'll be locked in, good people.